Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and give my podcast five stars. Also, follow me on all of my social media platforms. The Gratitude Chick for both Instagram and Facebook, Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Also, for all of my reading babes, check out the new reading merch on the website, www.bwmmerch.com. everyone and welcome back to another episode. So as today is Wednesday, you know we have been going through the journey of the laws of the universe. And today we are going to talk about the law of compensation. The law of compensation is what um, a lot of people refer to as the law of sowing and reaping. So and you know what I believe the law of sowing and reaping is, is um, the same thing as karma. It, you know, what goes around comes around. That's, you know, kind of in that in that vein. But if you guys know of a guy named Ralph Waldo Emerson, he was one of the, and I, I'm using quotations, new thought um, authors, and he wrote about compensation in an essay. And what he wrote, what he stated is that each person is compensated in like manner for that which he or she has contributed. The law of compensation is another restatement of the law of sowing and reaping. It says that you will always be compensated for your efforts and for your contribution, whether it is, whatever it is, however much or however little. So... Now, the law of compensation also says that you can never be compensated in the, long ton- in the long term for more than you put in. And I agree with this because when I was um, working in corporate America for um, my last company, my last huge company, and my boss, he put in nothing. The entire time that I was the manager, he put in nothing, absolutely nothing. And it didn't last long because while he rode my work to, you know, like I stayed the manager for as long as I was there. You know, once I was promoted to the manager, that was my title. However, he went from assistant vice president to vice president to director to head of the department for the entire American region. That's what he did on the back of my work. Because I made him look good, he got the credit, and he took the credit, and he got promoted. But similarly, he also lost his job. So, the income you learn today, you earn today is your compensation for what you have done in the past. If you want to increase your compensation, you must increase the value of your contribution. So uh, I want to say that a lot of today's episode is going to really be for people in business, people who own their business, people who work for corporations, um, people who, you know, whatever you work for a living, 
not people really on social media. This is for, you know, business-minded folks that work for someone else or even, you know, have their own business and they can, you know, kind of incorporate this law. Um, I wanted to do this one today just simply because a lot of people feel stuck in the positions that they're in or when they do look for other positions, they um, look for the same and they never elevate themselves. They look for what they know and they, um, and that's really it. You leave one bad situation in the same position for what you think is a better situation, but in the same position, you never reach to elevate. So this is kind of the episode that I, I wanted to do for you guys. So, um, in searching and researching about this, I found some kind of steps to help, um, elevate using the law of compensation. One of those is fill your mind with success. Your mental attitude, your feelings of happiness and satisfaction are also the result of the things you have put into your own mind. If you fill your own mind with thoughts, visions, and ideas of success, happiness, and happiness and optimism, you will be compensated by those positive experiences in your daily activities. And this is one of the reasons why every week we are doing the 52 weekly um, affirmations, because my goal is to change minds, change your mindset, because I believe wholeheartedly, if you change your mind, you will change your thoughts and your thoughts change your words. Your words change your actions and your actions change your destiny. So we must attack the thoughts that we think. If you are wanting to reach another level, your, your thoughts have to, to reach that level first. If you are, um, I don't know, an associate trying to get to a senior associate level, you have to elevate your mind to that senior associate level. You have to. You can't go in as associate wanting to be a senior associate and think you're going to get the job. Your mind has to elevate first. Now, uh, this one, a lot of people are going to be pissed about. But I'm going to tell you my own story behind this. And this one is do more than you're paid for. I know, I know. I can hear you saying, girl, (laughs) I ain't doing that. I can hear it. But let hear me out hear me out now another part of the law of sowing and reaping is what is sometimes called the law of overcompensation this law says that great success comes from those who always make it a habit to put in more than they take out they do more than they are paid for they are always looking for opportunities to exceed expectations and because they are always overcompensating they are always being over-rewarded with, with the esteem of their employers and customers with financial reward that go along with their personal success. Now, when, when it says do more than you are paid for, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say it like this, guys. You cannot give what you're giving, getting right now. You can't give what you're giving right now and expect to get more. You can't. Let, let me manage your expectations on that. If you are trying to get a promotion, you have to show that you can do the job that you're trying to, to, to get. You cannot stay doing job A when you have the opportunity to do job B while in job A and say no. 
because guess what's going to happen? You will not get job B because you didn't take the opportunity to learn job B before you get job B. And that is real talk. When I was, I started at my, my prior company as an, a risk investigator, just a regular risk investigator, and I excelled really, really good. And while I was a risk investigator, I started doing jobs that a senior analyst would do. And, um, you know, many people at the company was like, I ain't doing that. Girl, you doing too much. A lot of people said that to me, but I knew that if I wanted to become a senior analyst, when there was an opening, I had to show that I'm already doing this job. This is what I know. And I also knew in order to get good compensation, I had to um, show that I had already been doing the job. So... For two years, for the first year, I was literally learning my job. But then the second year, I spent most of that second year being a senior associate without the title. Most of that second year. And one day I was called into my boss's boss's office with my boss there. And he was like, all right, so I'm going to go ahead and promote you today. What? Just like that. I didn't have to apply. Nothing. You doing a bang up job. Boom. Bada boom, bada bang, let's go. And that's how that happened. Why? And I got promoted over people who had been there years and years and years. Because I was the only one who took initiative to say, I want to learn this because I want to advance. I was the only one. And they were pissed off. And I want to say this. This happened in December 2014. In April 2015... I got another opportunity. My boss came to me and said, hey, we have acquired this new company and I need someone to to work as the supervisor for this company because most of our people are in Texas and we need, I, I can't oversee both of these. I need someone else to help me. I'm gonna give you this job. Now see, what happened is the first time around, there was another opening for a supervisor and um, I didn't apply until the last minute. They had already chosen someone else, but he didn't tell me that he had to um, interview me because I applied. But of course I didn't get it because they had already offered it to someone else. So when this opportunity came along, I didn't have to apply for it. He just promoted me to that position again over other people that had been there for years. And then a few months later, it was this was April, in October 2015, my direct manager left. And what happened as a supervisor, it was two of us now, two supervisors, I was thrown in as the acting manager. Not because I wanted the role, because I'd already said I was no, I don't want to do it. But the other supervisor she did not have, no one trusted her. I'll say that. No one trusted her to run the department. So it was up to me to step up into that acting role, which I did for, He, I'm sorry, he left in September. I did it for a month. And 
I was called into my man to my manager's office, my you know my boss and my old boss's manager's office, and he was like, "Look, you already doing the job. Why can't you just do it?" So although I did feel pressured into it, I said, "Let's just see what the opportunity brings," and that was the third promotion in one year. In less than a year, because remember, in November 2014, I was literally just a risk investigator. But by by October 2015, I was now the risk manager for the department. In one year, I had advanced three positions because I showed myself worthy in that I did more than was required. Now, I will say this, when you go that route, it sets a precedent. So don't give too much because I gave, as a manager, I gave way too much. And that is a lesson learned that I would never do again. But I gave too much as a manager. I, I, for whatever reason, I went way too far that I did when I was just, you know, a supervisor, a senior, you know, I did... As a manager, I just went over and beyond. And um, it's not something that I will repeat again. Because while I have no grievances with that company, I do feel that they did not... I did not owe all the overcompensation that I gave them for four years. And I gave them too much of myself. So be careful of that line that you draw. But I do believe that you do have to do more than than you're paid for in order to get what you are, what you're wanting. Because that is the seed that you're sowing and you have to reap that harvest. There's no other way around that. So one of your main responsibilities in life is to align yourself and your activities with the law of cause and effect. Accepting that it is an inexorable inexorable law that always works whether anyone is looking or not your job is to institute the causes that are consistent with the effects that you want to enjoy in your life when you do you will realize and enjoy the rewards you deserve here are two things you can do to immediately put these ideas into action first remind yourself regularly that your rewards will always be in direct proportion to your service to others and this is what I was saying as far as don't over overcompensate. Whatever you want your reward to do to be, make sure the cause and effect line up. How could you increase the value of your service to your customers today? Second, look for ways to go the extra mile to use the law of overcompensation in everything that you do. This is the great secret of success. Now. Again, I I agree with this sentiment, but do not allow people to use you as a result of using this law to your own advantage. For the overcompensation, use it if you are a customer-facing person, use it to go the extra mile for your customer. You know what I mean? Use it in the um, sense of if if your boss texts you four times in a week and says, hey, I need you know, coverage for this day, this day, this day, determine you're going to take two of the four and the other two say no. Be mindful of your voice. Do not give more 
than you are wanting to give. Overcompensate means I'll take two. Too much overcompensation is I'll take all four. So just remember that because what you're doing is setting a precedent. And even if you set that precedent and go back to doing just your regular job, it's going to lower their regard for you because now you've already set this precedent that's really high. So make sure that you are, you're somewhere in the mid between doing your job and way too high (laughs) expectations. Never set the bar that high for fallible people because they take advantage. They do. So I do definitely agree with the law of overcompensation because it got me very far. It got me very far in life. And I, and I still do that, you know. I just have learned, I, I, I've just learned now that you can't give too much of yourself because people will take advantage So here's another quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. The world looks like a multiplication table or a mathematical equation which, turn it how you will, balances itself. Take what figure you will, its exact value, no more nor less, still returns to you. The law of compensation may sound a bit callous and less than romantic, but in the grand scheme of things is actually a force for good. It's also pretty darn true. Generally speaking, the work we put in determines what we get out. Input and output are correlated. So if you are a person who gives the bare minimum, do not be surprised when you get back the bare minimum. For me as a manager, I am I, I don't pick favorites. I, I, I try my best not to. But I do believe in giving perks to people who put in way more than someone else. If you are a person who believes in this law of compensation and overcompensates, you deserve the measure that you put in. And that has ha- that's how I've always been as a manager. So if you say to me, um, I don't know, Luanza, I need to go here, but I'm going to extend, I need to extend my lunch because I have to do this. And you are a person who gives me your all, all the time. Guess what? I am going to go ahead and pay you for that and allow you to come back. But if you are a person who is requesting the same and you give nothing, guess what's going to happen? Your lunch is an hour. If you want to take extra, you can use PTO. That's what's going to happen because you give what you get. I'm sorry, you get what you give. If you give me the bare minimum, I will give you in return the bare minimum. But if you give me more, I am going to compensate you for what you give me. And that's just how I am. I I, I can't see that it's wrong in how I do that either. Because these two people are not the same. You give way more than this person. Why should y'all, you, you guys have the same level of reward? You won't. It's just no way. And it, it wouldn't even be fair. Now, are you interested in a promotion? Are you seeking to build deeper relationships? Are you wanting to make more money? Desire more meaningful, intimate engagement with your spouse? Hoping to end up on the board of something? The secret to achieving your goals may very well lie in making the law of compensation work for you. 
Here's how it plays out. Your compensation reflects your value. Your value is determined by your work. Better work equals greater value equals greater compensation. And this I agree with. And it goes right along to what I just said. The better your work is, the more you are giving and pouring into my team, the greater your value and the greater your compensation. And that actually happened with a young lady who uh, reported to me. She, everything that I asked her to do, she did it. Now, when she was working under another manager, first she, I hired her initially and she worked under me for three years. Um, with a merger came in an additional manager. And when she worked under the other manager, the manager did not care how she poured in. The manager worked by favorites, whoever was like kissing her ass. And this girl was not that way. She ain't gonna kiss nobody's ass, but she gonna do her, she gonna work her ass off. And so she, uh, you know, she worked hard for this lady and this lady didn't give her anything. Like when she was like, I, I need to, you know, can I work? Um, as I, you know, I'm going out of town to, I think she was going to some place in the Caribbean or something. And that day she needed to work, but she wanted to be able to work from home for the half a day that she was scheduled instead of coming in, which was like a two hour round trip. So her manager had told her, no, come in. Now, I, that's not my thing. I would never have told her to come in. I would have probably just giving her the day but um at at the very least I would have said go ahead and work from home her manager said no to her she couldn't do it so that is kind of what happens when you give your all to someone who does not care when she started working for me she realized the difference in perks while she worked for this lady this lady did not do anything to grow her to develop her when she came and worked for me, I told her this, what, like, what are your goals? Let's discuss your goals. She said she wanted to be a supervisor. I said, okay, what are you willing to do to become a supervisor? She said, I want to learn. And so what I did to her was gather my entire team and I had two different teams and I put her on a team of new people to help, you know, the new people. And I said, while she is not, I almost said her name, while she is not your supervisor, she is supervising this team. So look to her for any issues that you have. Look to her for scheduling PTO. Like I gave her the duties of being the team supervisor. And I, and I instructed my team that she was supervising the team. And I taught her how to manage people. I taught her how to coach people. I developed her into a supervisor. And so when I left that company, she was a supervisor. Why? Because she gave more than what she was paid for. And so in the end, she was compensated by becoming a supervisor and getting more money And, you know, because of the fact that she was a supervisor before she actually had the title. And because she was, she came in after another young lady. The other young lady and her applied for the same position. 
but it was three of us managers. I was the only one developing my people. So because I had already developed this young lady, when she got into the the interviews, I couldn't interview her because she reported to me. But when she got into the interviews, she was able to tell them what she's been doing to make herself into a supervisor. Whereas the other people weren't able to do that. And that is why she got that job because she could prove to them, yes, I do this. I coach people. I do this, 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 this. And they were like, how do you do that? Because my manager taught me to do these things and gave me the opportunity to become what I wanted to be. And that is how she became a supervisor. And the young lady who had been there for four years before her did not. So, better work equals greater value equals greater compensation. This is correct. Whether that compensation comes in the form of more meaningful relationships or a more rewarding job, the equation works in the same way. So, here are just a few things that um, I think that you guys would would have like good takeaways, okay? So, I'm going to just read through these really quick because we're already at 25 minutes. Make the work the reward. The goal of your effort is reward. Your effort would never will never be first rate. Instead, an, adopt an attitude that celebrates celebrates and embraces the work itself as a rewarding, fulfilling opportunity to contribute and improve. And this is what I did um, in the last few years that I was there because it became such a stressful position. We were going through so many mergers and it was so many more people coming in. It was just, it was, it was a hard time, child. And I was grateful to be laid off. I really was because it was just, it was too much stress. And, but one of the things that I realized that I love to do was develop people and make them be more than what they thought they could be. Sometimes you just need somebody to pull that inner you out. And I realized that I have a talent for developing people. When you learn to appreciate the work you're doing rather than what it might accomplish, you invest in the work in a more meaningful, productive way. So your work improves. So make sure that whatever it is that that your goal is for advancement in your workplace, you find something that you love to do in your job and even in your new position that you're looking for, you know? And for me, um, because my job became so stressful, the one thing that I love to do was develop people. And that is what I did great. Uh, Number two, the magic of above and beyond. To see this in action, let's take financial compensation as our example. If you continually enhance the value you're delivering, keeping it higher than your compensation, then you constantly Mm, then you put constant upward pressure on your pay. If, on the other hand, you rest on past successes, letting your value stagnate or decline, that upper pressure, upward pressure will deteriorate. So it's basically saying every day, always seek to, to give a little bit more than you did the day before because your upward movement is based on what you did today, not what you did yesterday. And this is a true statement. You've likely heard someone complain that they're worth more than what they're being paid. I hear that a lot. The next time you encounter this situation, surprise them with this response. 
great. If your compensation is lower than your value, there's long-term upward pressure on your pay. You're in an excellent position. You've probably met with an incredulous stare, but rephrased their statement. If you were paid more than your actual worth, would you be confident when it comes to future compensation? I mean, would you? A lot of people who say that they are not paid commiserate to their job are people who don't even do their job effectively. And I'm just being for real. If you sit and complain all day about your job and how much you hate your job and how much this and that and this and that, do not be shocked when you lose your job or you get demoted from your job or you don't advance in your job because what you are putting out is that you hate your job. Instead, what I used to do, especially that year that I got promoted three times, every day I came in and I started my day with gratitude. Every single day. There was not a day that went past that I didn't start my day with gratitude. The year that I went without starting my my day was, and it was a, a literal year that I went without starting my day with gratitude. And, and it was simply because I was just so busy. It was so much to do at work. From the time I hit the floor... It was just a lot of work to do. So I didn't have the time to start my day with gratitude. And I always meant to. And it always went out. Always. And I was angry. I was pissed off. I had had surgery in 2018. So in 2019, I was still, you know, healing from this huge abdominal surgery. And I was just, I was angry all the time. It was so much stuff happening. I was, I was just, ugh. It, I was angry. So it is not a wonder that in October of 2019, I got laid off. Now, while I was shocked to be laid off, because I'm like, dude, I've been here all these years and I've done all this and da 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 And I get laid off, but... They gave me a great severance package, so I can't even say anything bad about them. But um, being laid off, of course, is just like, ugh. But I think that if I had done that whole year with gratitude, I either would not have been laid off or I would have taken it a lot better than I did. Because I really was angry. Because how dare you lay me off as much as I gave to this place? And that is why I say to you guys, don't give more. Don't over, overcompensate. Because when you do, it becomes so much pressure that you put on yourself to stay at that high level. Because when you drop just a little bit, just a little bit, they notice they do so i hope that you guys have gotten something from this episode on the law of compensation um it really is the law of sowing and reaping and if you guys know me at all you guys know that i always talk to you guys about the law of sowing and reaping um so again the law is similar in concept to the law of attraction It states that we receive what we put out, meaning whatever energy and action you send into the world is what will be returned to you. What goes around comes around is a popular phrase that embodies this teaching. It reminds us to be careful how we treat others, how we treat the planet, and how we are in our everyday life, especially at work. 
So don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you, your life will change um, if you add the daily practice of gratitude. And guys, if you are a person who is wanting to advance in work and you need a nudge and some assistance on how to do it because it happened so well for me, I can help you with that. Send me an email at babeswhomanifest at gmail.com and I'll help you. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more.